Welcome to Hot Laps, brought to you by Heat Shield Products. Race testing. All right, welcome back to Hot Laps. We're on lap 26, Shane. Mm-hmm. We have gone 25 times around. You're a man of few words on all those. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so Shane's here today. And I'm here today, and Steve is out. So introduce yourself. What is your title today? I'm Shane, and this is my voice. No title? This is my voice. <laughs> okay. That's awesome. Uh, and I'm Chris, the sales manager here at Heat Shield Products. And uh, we've had not, we have not had a special guest in a while. And I'm kind of uh, stoked to have uh, this dude in here today. So I'm happy to introduce James McKinney, right? Correct. Or Brave Cheese. Cheese for short. Or Cheese. Or Cheese. Drop the Brave. Yeah, we dropped the Brave. Okay. We'll drop the Brave. What's your nickname? Cheese. Cheese. I love cheese. Yeah. Who doesn't? Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Uh, so we'll get into your background in a second, but how are you doing? I'm doing pretty good. Yeah. I was trying to remember back, like, how we first got introduced, and I think I kind of knew of you through AutoWorks mm-hmm. and Matt Cooper. Yep. And I think uh, uh, Steve was working on the Bronco at one point, and then we were thumbing through some of your pictures, and I'm like, oh, those lights are sick. Yeah. And I sent you an email because I got it through Matt Cooper. He said, here's his email. Mm-hmm. And uh, it was those Dapper lights. It was the very first pair of OE7s from Dapper. Yeah. So they just released them, and I hit them up, and I was like, I want those. And they said, okay, you get the first pair. So Wow. Magic. And so I sent you an email, and you're like, yeah, no hookup there. I paid for those bad boys. <laughs> All of them. <laughs> yeah. Are those still on the car? They are still in the car. Oh, yeah. that's good. Yeah. I was thinking about getting some of those for my Comet because they look really cool, but I'd have to buy four. They, I think they do actually make the – they're six-inch – or the six or five-inch, but they do make different sizes. They even make the square ones. So. Oh, yeah. Yeah, this is pretty cool. Dapper's pretty cool. I mean, we're kind of getting off track, but mm. – So, yeah, that's how I kind of met you, and then we discussed uh, some heat shielding. But this is the first time since June of last year I've ever – we've actually met face-to-face. Yep. Which is kind of cool because, dude, the internet is like, uh, or email, you can really talk to some people. And if you live in California, they want you to talk virtually anyway, Shane. Mm-hmm. They don't want you to have face-to-face conversations. Yeah. Well, can... the one bonus, when you don't have a face-to-face with the doctor, you don't pay a copay. Oh, that's good. And yeah. they can't give you your favorite. Oh, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, an ice cream. <laughs> <laughs> Something like that, Shane. I don't know. Mm. But, uh, yeah, so got introduced to you, and we were going to do this podcast back in February, if you remember. Yep. And then the Chinese virus came. Correct. And mm-hmm. shut the land down. Yeah. So we are here, and it's October. And I don't know where the hell the time went, but. It's only been two weeks. Yeah. Yeah, two weeks to flatten the curve. Time the, warp. Yeah, the best thing I saw the other day was it's March 215 or something, or 215th. It's <laughs> yeah. Just, yeah, it's just yeah. like the world changed um, so much. But, yeah. yeah, so we were supposed to have you up here on in February. We talked about it. Yeah. And then uh, we finally made it happen. And, uh, yeah, it's cool. Like, the mm-hmm. interaction is good. You always take care of us on Instagram, and we try to – you know, give me the favor back, but yeah. um yeah, your your site or your Instagram page is pretty freaking cool and you talk a lot about Mustangs. I mean, is that all you're into is Mustangs? Um, not really. I mean pretty much anything that has four wheels and a motor. Yeah. Um I like them. Yeah, I noticed since that <laughs> since your Mustang's not running, you've been running around in your U T V. Yeah, very fun. It's it's desert season again, so it's Oh yeah. Went out first time this past weekend. It was a little warm, but it uh still fun. Yeah. Yeah, Shane and I Shane's a huge overlander. Yeah. He's not a huge overlander. Oh. You're not? He's he's a he's a guy that off roads and camps. But he doesn't overland. There you That's go. That's different. The same That's for the guys with the real tight pants. <laughs> <laughs> 
So anyway, uh, yeah, so we're getting ready to put together a trip to Rock House. Yeah, it's it's in Mexico. Yeah. It's in Mexico. It's, it's yeah. just east of Julian in Mexico. Yeah. Gotcha. So, uh, yeah, we're we're big desert fans, too. But yeah, yeah, we're uh, big desert fans, and we uh, we like to go to uh, Fish Creek Wash, mm-hmm. Split Mountain. Yeah, everybody should and go there. Yeah, so that, yeah, 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 everybody can go there because that place is played out now. But uh, I've been going there with my dad since I was, like, a, a teen, mm-hmm. and there's no one out there. You know, a few Jeeps, you know, here and there, but now that place is just it's just a zoo it's not it's not it's not worth it anymore everybody's out there you know stopped right in the middle of the wash getting their pictures holding everybody up shane gets bitter about the desert it's like well i mean the whole point of it like that area is to camp and you don't have anybody around you don't see anybody but i mean you you know you're parked like in our our particular favorite spot i won't even name it because maybe there's some still some hope but um you know you, you can park there now and camp and you'll have like of 20 uh 20 jeep jeep train going by yeah the last time we went though we only saw what one f-150 an mr2 some don't ask me how they got out there and and uh and a couple of jeeps but yeah there was there was a jeep train coming in and going out yeah both times that's right your brother got frustrated there might have been a toyota train too subaru train yes there was one of those Subaru train Yeah. yeah cool so you're a native to california yep third generation Third generation. Actually, third generation San Diegan. Third generation nice. San Diegan. That's pretty cool. Yeah. I'm not even, I mean, I'm the first generation. My parents are from Pennsylvania. So your grandfather was born in San Diego? My grandfather was born and died within 100 yards of the same spot. Holy no cow. Way. That's pretty rad. Yeah. Yep. Your dad was not born here either, right? No. Yeah. No, they're all, they're all from back east. And then they were, uh, well, my grandparents were all from back east, and then uh, all my parents were from Orange County, and then moved down here. They moved down to San Diego when San Diego wasn't overrun like uh, like Orange County and L.A. at that time. Yeah. Shane is bitter. Yeah. I don't know. He's just upset. Oh, yeah. It's so bitter. It's overcrowded here. It is. So yeah. was your dad in, <clears throat> into cars and stuff, too? Is yep. that where you got the the bug? Um, Yes. He bought me my Mustang when i was 13 so the one you have now yep oh nice that was my very first car nice and it's i told him you know a drug addiction would have been cheaper than this but uh, <laughs> yeah yeah. <laughs> yeah for sure but uh yeah so he bought it for me it was 2000 he put my stepmom and him go to the store every saturday he she came in said hey come help your dad with groceries came outside he comes roll up in the Nice. Oh, like, oh, nice. Where, where's the groceries? It was running, driving. Yep, it was a six-cylinder, um, cruise-o-matic. It was basically the world's slowest car. I think Volkswagens would pass me. Um, Are you sure? Because my Comet does not go very fast. I see. Same. Probably the same motor. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I think so. Was it the 140? No, I actually had the 200. The but, 200. Okay. Um, so yeah, same motor. When we first bought it, we didn't know, but. Somebody went over a curb or something and pinched the exhaust almost completely shut. Oh. Um, so once we cut that off, because that's what every high school yeah. does to make their right. car faster, um, it got a lot more power. I felt like it was yeah, wow. supercharged six. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I had all 100 horsepower, maybe. Yeah. Crushed exhaust. Sounds like you driving a rental car. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah, let's, uh, I want to back up just a minute. How did you get the name Brave Cheese? Oh, yeah. Um, cause I had a nickname in high school. Uh, it actually had nothing to do with a nickname. It, it literally stemmed from when, uh, like windows 98 first came out, you know, you could get like Gmail or hotmail and all that stuff okay. kind of started, yeah. you know, yeah. um, I did a Yahoo and I asked my friend, I said, Hey, it's the first word that comes to mind. Cause you know, that's how you, that's how you come up with, you know, I didn't yeah. have like the big X, little X, like you know, right. number, number, yeah. you know, whatever kind of email. I just was watching brave heart and said, brave. So what's the first food? And you look down and said, cheese. It's nothing <laughs> fancy, but it's stuck, you know? And so your awesome. email was bravecheese at gmail.com? Was, so? I think it was Yahoo or Hotmail. I don't even remember. Okay, nice. Yeah. Anyways, that transitioned, you know, into something you don't forget. Yeah. Yeah. Um, It became, you know, like the PlayStation Xbox name kind of thing mm. when I was younger. And then it just never went away. And so anytime there was like, you know, uh an Instagram or thing. I just like, oh, well, I'm going to use that. You might as well. Sure. Yeah. But what it actually kind of snowballed into is it made it very 
rememberable. There's, I mean, I can't tell you how many different, I mean, not to bash on anybody, but I, I have trouble sometimes remembering who's who. Sure. Because there's that color year car. Oh, it doesn't yeah. matter if it's a Ford, it doesn't matter if it's a Chevy, but it's kind of the norm. But mm-hmm. when there's 15 blue 67 somethings, it's, you know, it's hard to always remember. So um, I tend to remember people by their actual name. And then when I talk about, you know, like a lot of the guys in the groups like Gabe and Parker, you know, and Jeff and all these people, they don't actually know their names. Right. No. They, they remember them as Cheese or Slugger yeah. or Ghost Status or all these yeah, different right. people. Right. They just go by their handle. Yeah. Correct. So associating people with their names, a little different, but people don't forget Brave Cheese. Yeah. I didn't. Yeah. I thought it was really yeah, unique. That's cool. Yeah. I had a screwed up name in high school. I, when I went to high school, we graduated in 92. So that was like right around the time that Boys in the Hood came out. And I, for some reason, don't ask me why I like to watch that movie all the time. Mm-hmm. And I kept repeating lines from the movie. And so my buddy <laughs> kept calling me, hey, Doughboy. And I <laughs> I was like, hey, what the heck? He goes, well, you keep repeating the lines. And yeah. then it turned into Dough. And then yeah. it was like, I don't know if this is a great name because I'm sort of portly. Yeah. You know, I've not really changed since <laughs> high school. And uh, I was like, ah, I guess yeah. you just, sometimes the nickname, you just live mm-hmm. with it. Yeah. Yeah. That's funny. Sort of like Fruité. Yeah. Steve calls Shane Fruité all yeah. the time. I have no idea why. Well, who knows? <laughs> but, uh, yeah, so, uh, okay. So easy as that. It's... Braveheart, you guys are mm-hmm. watching it. Somebody's eating cheese, and you're like, I'm going with Brave Cheese, and here yeah. you are a long time later. 20 yeah. years later? Um, 15? Probably 15. 15? 15 okay. at least, somewhere around there. Yeah. Does your wife call you cheese? Absolutely not. No, lots of other names, but not cheese. Not cheese. Okay. <laughs> when she, when you guys are out, because I, I do notice in some of the pictures she does go ride in the car with you quite she a does, bit. She does like to go on the cruises with us. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, she's she's been to probably eighty percent of them. I would say um, some of the longer ones, which are like the <clears throat> when we go up to L.A., you know, and it's a 12, 13 hour day. Oh, yeah. She doesn't always go on those. Yeah, I'm looking forward to asking you some questions on that, but. They're, they're pretty long days. So does she get mad when people call you Cheese? Not at all. Actually, some of the some of them call her Mrs. Cheese. Oh, oh wow. That's awesome. And she doesn't, she doesn't take offense to it. I mean, yeah. That doesn't yeah. bother her. Not at all. Well, that's cool. Yeah. So. Well, that's cool. I mean, you guys share that in common, so that that's sweet. So speaking mm-hmm. of your car, uh, is it the official name is the Crimson Ghost? No, that's just uh, one of my favorite bands. The logo on the okay. trunk I painted when I was like 18. Okay. Took my favorite band T-shirt, put it next to it, sketched it on some tape, and painted it very crudely on the car. But oh, nice. years of yeah. neglect have kind of made it age and look cool. Uh-huh. Oh, yeah. um, the nickname actually for the car is Cheese Force One. Cheese Force One, that's right. I've heard that before. <laughs> and it stemmed because uh, for the San Diego chapter of Classic Stings, I got basically told to be the president because at the time there wasn't any i was looking mm-hmm. you know to do meets when i first got instagram uh-huh. and uh classic stings i you know found their page and i said hey do you guys have anything down in san diego and he said you know reach out to toasty um toasty had a 67 at the time or excuse me he's gonna kill me 66 at the time uh-huh. <laughs> um we met up we became friends we went we drove all over the place he uh, you know ended up selling the car unfortunately but he still hangs out um good photographer he goes to almost all of our meets um we started that, and I kind of got started booking all the meets, started planning all the events, doing you know this and that. So I, be- <clears throat> I became the president of our chapter, and we were joking one day, you know, about Air Force One, and I was like, we should just call it Chiefs Force One, and there you go. it just kind of stuck. <laughs> so I guess the unofficial name for the build, if, if you know, if you're being IG correct, would be Chiefs Force One. IG mm-hmm. correct. You gotta be IG correct yeah. nowadays. Oh, yeah. yeah. You can't be politically, but you can be. Yeah. 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 Sure. <laughs> okay. So I thought, well, the band you're talking about is the Misfits. Correct. And I'm a big fan of the Misfits. Mm-hmm. Uh, I, I thought maybe it came from the movie. No, Have, it did not. 1946, The Crimson Ghost. Correct. That looks like a cult. I've never seen it, but I looked it up this morning mm-hmm. on, on my research on you. And, uh,. Let the look. Have you ever watched the movie? I saw it a long time ago, and because it, it looks crazy, like uranium and people yeah. are stealing stuff. Mm-hmm. And, yeah. But it's from 1946, so I bet you it's like one of those cult films. Yeah, probably. But yeah, they—that's where the mask came from that the misfits used. Correct. And still use, I assume. 
Hmm. Although I don't know, are they a band anymore? Um, Didn't the bass player like crack somebody's skull open during a there's been a concert or something like that? There's Probably. been a lot of like the lead singer left. He did his own solo project, correct? Yeah. And then they had another guy, um, Michael Graves. Not not my favorite artist. Uh, mm-hmm. He had a bunch of drama, and I think Michael Bolton. No, not Michael. Okay, Bolton. <laughs> not to be mistaken. Very similar. Right. But um, I think he ended up leaving the band, and Danzig started touring with him again. So huh, interesting. But for three, you don't care if they're my favorite band. I'm not paying three hundred dollars a ticket to see them. Oh, yeah, yeah, that's not to that. I feel like it'd be like uh, very disappointing because you listen to the music for your entire life, sure. and then you go see them, and you're like, it's like seeing the Stones now and listening to yeah. the recordings yeah, from the yeah. '60s. It's like yeah. Nah. Well, at the end of the day, too, live. I mean, you got to be a really good band to play live. And, yeah, and sound good. And yeah. sound good. Mm-hmm. And, um, you know, there's a lot of them that can pull it off. But, yeah, you're right. Sometimes you go to those and you're, like, mm-hmm. super disappointed. Rest in peace, Eddie Van Halen. But when I saw them at the sports arena, mm-hmm. uh, I forget. What, what's the sports arena even called right now? And it's going away. Vieja something oh, or other. Yeah, something like that. <clears throat> One of the credit unions, I don't remember. Yeah, we saw like, them, and, and they were not great live, and they were yeah. supposed to be epic. And that mm-hmm. and um, the band, like, you think that would suck live, that was really good, was Motley Crue. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Saw them at mm-hmm. the down there as well, but uh, I don't know, kind of a trip. Yeah. All right, so Crimson Ghost is not the official name. It is not. Cheese Force One is the official name. And by the way, Air Force One, that's a great movie. Yeah. Yeah, Han Solo does a, oh, yeah. does a great job in that. Yeah, he does a great job in every movie. He does, yeah. yeah. Uh, Except for when he dies. Yeah. So, oh, yeah, you're right. Yeah, I, did, I wasn't happy about that. <laughs> yeah. So I digress on this, but when we went and saw that movie, uh-huh. we were standing out in front of the theater in Escondido, mm-hmm. and some guy... Drove by and yelled, "Hey, Han Solo dies!" And that's something my wife, we would have done when we were yeah, teenagers. My wife was so livid. Oh, that's great. She couldn't believe it because that's like she started throwing her candy at that car. Yeah, and then when she started thinking about it, she goes, "Well, as long as Chewie doesn't die, then I'm okay." Yeah, but yeah, in front of the kids and myself and and uh, my wife, she she wasn't, she wasn't happy about that. But anyway. <laughs> So this car, Cheese Force One, mm-hmm. what year is it? It's a 65. 65 Mustang. Mm-hmm. And people will argue with you, but I have the VIN. It's a 65. Why would they argue with you? Because it's a late 65. So okay. you start seeing oh. the side markers, um, some of the emblems. Right, right at the, the switchover. Dash, yeah. The dash, things like that that came on the car were um, actually 66. Like the, oh. the on the inline six, I didn't have the canister style um, fuel filter. I okay. had the carburetor style, so it's mounted on the carburetor. Mm. Oh, okay. Little things like that. The dash is a 66. The emblems on the side were 66. So, uh, Abe, I know you're going to be listening to this. It's a 65. Yeah, it's a 65, 65. Abe. Yeah, it's a Abe, 65. come on. He's giving me a hard time about it. Yeah. Yeah, it's interesting. Um, I had old cars back in the day, like, 88 Suburban, 69 Baja Bug, 74 the Bi- Land Cruiser. No, the Baja Bug. Baja Bug. Yeah. Um, 74 Chevy Love. None, none of those were like um, a project car, if you will. They were just stuff that I bought. I saw a Chevy Love on uh, Wheeler Dealers. Yeah. Right? They were, it was cool. Yeah. It was a cool. That was my first car. But what I'm getting into is, so I bought the Comet back in uh, May. May or something June, like that, yeah. something like that. March seventy fourth or something. Yeah, yeah, I, yeah March seventy fourth <laughs> exactly, dude. And uh, you're right. You start to look, and I had this mindset that, gosh, I gotta buy this car that's gonna, you know, it has to be all original and all this crazy stuff. Mm. Then you come to find out, a lot different than you. I got a '63 Comet with a 1978 inline six. And transmission. Um, it had been rewired. Mm-hmm. And it was a custom. This is where I start to get cracked a little bit. It was a custom. But then the person that had it, either prior to me or prior to him, put all this S22 badging stuff all over it. So it's not really an S22. But I'm getting to the point here where you're like, yeah, there's little details that you can tell. 
and somebody's going to call you out on it, but then you have the VIN to prove it. The biggest thing that everybody says is that's not an S22. It doesn't have six lights in the back. I'm like, I just got the car, dude. Sorry. And I eventually want to take the S22 badging off because I think it's important to really represent the car for what it is. Uh, it yeah, may you be don't, too late for your car. It's been cut up quite a bit. Yeah, but you don't want to be like an SR5 4Runner and put TRD Pro things on the side. Shane's a big Toyota guy. He <laughs> he can tell you the ins and outs of every Toyota ever done. But mm. but yeah, I, um, so it's a 65 with some 66 characteristics, but right. the VIN says 65. Yep. Originally was an inline six or was it? It was. It was an inline six. Came two, from the factory? It was an inline six 200 with... Uh, it was a three-speed, I believe, but somebody converted it to automatic before okay. I had got the car, mm. and it was Palomino white, and I don't remember the actual color, but it was like that brown bronze color, mm-hmm. and mm. there's actually one little spot on my car that the, the paint, they didn't sand it very well, and it chipped off, and you can actually see the original color. It has like a metal flake in it. That's cool. Oh, so, yeah. and, and the VIN says Palomino white? Yeah, I looked it up, and... It was very odd combination. I'm like, who would even buy this car? Like, oh, yeah. looking back, Just, like, well, custom order. Yeah. Yeah, it was. 60s, they were into that color, I guess. I don't know. It, I mean, they sold so many Mustangs. Correct. I actually have uh, one of the guys in our group, uh, CJ, he, uh, he's got, he's a third generation owner of his car. His grandfather bought it original, and it's still original. Oh, oh my yeah. gosh, that's it has a, even has the to, the trailer tow hitch they use to take their uh, um, horses trailer around. Oh wow! So they pulled it with a Mustang. Yeah, they pulled Mustang. That's kick ass, Mustang, man. So. Yeah, that's that's cool. At the end of the day, it doesn't really matter <coughs> what badging, what anything says. Yeah. it's your car. Build it. That's yeah. true. I mean, that is true. I, I actually had a very good friend of mine uh, that built my father in law's car tell me, like, why are you so caught up in this whole barn find you've been watching too much darn tv and he's from tennessee so he'd say golly chris if you found something like that you'd never want to drive it and i thought started to think yeah you're right but i would like to get it back to where uh it represents maybe the car that was there yeah i don't want to go put a 140 cubic inch inline six in it don't get me wrong if we ever change the motor I mean, Cooper's already offered me his little inline six at a price, uh, but it's been gone through and and all that other stuff. Uh, but not, you know, I think a small, mm-hmm. small block two eighty nine or something like that yeah. would be kind of a cool thing. And if I keep it, I don't know. Give it a little more pep. Yeah, a little more yeah. pep. Maybe actually burn out because yeah. that car won't even burn out in the wet. <laughs> yeah, go so figure. I will say the same thing that I tell everybody. Uh, one of the guys, Parker, he's. He has basically the exact same car I had, uh-huh. and he's building it like he's going all in. And I had a lot of conversations with him, and it's the same thing I'll tell anybody because I was told this a long time ago, and it kind of helps on a build. Figure out what you want to do with the car. Right. If you want to take it to the track, build it to go to the track. If you mm-hmm. want to have just a cruiser that you just get mileage and you can drive around and be comfortable, build it for that. There's no one car that's going to work in every application. If you're going to build yeah. a drag car, build it for drag. Don't try to build a cruiser that you're going to take to the track and then go drag racing. Mm. You can build an all-around car, but it's not going to be the best in any one of those. Yeah, exactly. Somebody's banging back there? Gee whiz. Come in. It is a working yeah. shop. Yeah. Uh, yeah, you told me that same thing when, when I was talking to you about the comment. It's it's really good. Uh, it's good advice for sure. So mm. 65 Mustang. When... How many motors has been in there? So you had the inline six. I had the inline six 200. Um, the car got wrecked when I was 18. Girl hit me at 55, totaled the car, rebuilt it. Ouch. Tragic. Yep. That's why I've, I've never had a fear of cutting into it because the right. car's been totaled. Well, you know what? Yeah. That says a lot, yeah. Um, yeah. So that was the inline six 200. I got the car all rebuilt, put it all back together, got it back on the road, drove for about a week. Number three and five cylinders went in the motor. Uh-huh. Oh, wow. So that was rough. Um I bought a 302, built it up, put some heads on it. That was motor number two. I thought it was the fastest car in the world because going from yeah. an old clapped out <laughs> inline six 200 to a not built 302 with a cam, cast iron heads, and a you know Edelbrock carburetor. It's yeah. like you just went from like 80 horsepower to like 250, and it's like yeah, warp well, speed. Yeah, that is yeah. a big difference though. Yeah, and especially in a 2800 pound car, it's it's 
people really think you need six, seven hundred horsepower. You really don't. Yeah. Right. I mean, my motor that's in my car now is actually the third motor. Um, it's probably going to be in there for a dozen years or more, um, or until it fails and I'm forced to upgrade. Mm-hmm. Um, you put a lot of thought in the, the to this motor, though. Yeah, I worked with uh, Greg at Total Performance in Santee. I talked to him. I had the block, got a super awesome deal on it. Um, it's all Eagle internals, and it's it's actually a 289 block, but it's board 40 over. Mm-hmm. Um, I talked to Greg and said, Greg, if this was your motor going in your car, what would you put in it? Mm-hmm. And he specced out the whole top end. We did a full trick flow, uh, roller cam, uh, whole top end, everything. So... It's uh it's a pretty stout motor. Um, I'm running Holly EFI on it. I just got the uh, progression ignition set up, so I'm kind of curious to see how that's going to help with the curve. Right. But um, shopping Lakeside Certified Car Clinic, they dyno tuned it for me, and it made 406 wheel, 426 foot pounds. So it's oh, pretty wow. darn good. Yeah. Yeah, that's it's she's a, she's a little rowdy little thing. So. Yeah. So you you know you talk about. If you want a car to cruise, if you want a car to drag, if you want a car to race, what are you looking to get out of this Um, Cheese Force 1? Realistically, I built the car to be reliable. That's why I went Mm. EFI. I mean, nothing bashing Ford at all, but the suspension in the early Fords in the 60s is garbage. Like, it's not designed to drive. It's it's very sloppy feeling, so... Mm. I did a rod and custom front end. I'm running a TCI three link Ford Curry nine inch. I mean, it's mm-hmm. Will Wood all around hydraulic clutch, electric power steering. The car's designed to be a modern classic. Huh. Yeah. So I can get it and drive for 1500 miles and it gets 20 miles a gallon. That's pretty good. It's, it's, awesome. it's pretty ridiculous for the amount of for power. power yeah. yeah. It's, it's on par with any, you know, LS swaps motor. So it probably been cheaper to go LS, but no, I like, I like having the distributor. So. Yeah. And also like, having the Ford motor in Ford yeah, car. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah, I think I, I might have, like, uh, I put that HEI distributor into mine because it was like, hey, you should do that. And so I trusted the guy. But then did I faux pas that? or? Honestly, at the end of the day, if the car runs, I mean, if you're going for power, it, it doesn't really matter. I mean, you, you could do it. At, you can build 400 horsepower a oh. thousand different ways. Sure. Yeah. At the end of the day, it's what's what's your budget, what's your goal for the car. Um, yeah. I don't have a budget. Mm. Yeah. I, yeah, I, I'm not that Sky's far. Sky's the limit? No. <laughs> no. Unfortunately, every husband learns that everything is a safety or fuel improvement. Yeah, that's, exactly. That's how you improve a car. Exactly. Oh, there you go. Okay, I'm, I'm putting that in the back mm-hmm. of my brain. Uh, so we talked about the past mm-hmm. and a little bit about the present. What's the future? Um, Where is it now? Uh, it's actually over here at Best of Show Coachworks in Escondido. Okay. Uh, Matt Acall is finishing it up for me. Um, there's a few things. I mean, my car is a driveway build. I don't have a lift. I don't have a full shop that I work at. Which is great. Because mm-hmm. there's probably a majority of the people listening to this are in the same boat. Yeah. It's one of those things that people think they can't do it. And what happens is people that don't try are 100% correct. You will never do it if you don't try. That is true. So there's limitations to that. Um, I couldn't get the car high enough to work the sheet metal in the tunnel from under the car without it being right in my face. So I have a schedule that I'm busy all the time pretty much. So got to a point where it was, it was hot. Just didn't want to mess with it. Figured, you know, talk to Matt. He said he'd help me out. So we brought the car up there. Yeah. It's there right now. So, um, Hopefully, they'll get buttoned up, and then from there, uh, we're actually in the middle of a six-speed swap, so I just have a T56 Magnum swap that we're doing, so mm-hmm. a little nervous, but it's going to be nice with a six-speed. Yeah, for sure. You can probably get better gas mileage. Mm-hmm. Uh, hopefully. We'll see. I don't know. I might push it harder, because now I'm not going to blow up the transmission. Mm-hmm. Uh, uh, is it mm-hmm. is it turning into what you thought it would become, or obviously, your mind when you were younger and got the car at 13, mm-hmm. <clears throat> you know, you were just stoked to get it. And then 18, it got wrecked. Correct. And I assume that was your only car you were driving around at the time. It was. I actually bought a 66 Carmen Ghia as my daily driver. Oh, oh nice. nice. Yeah. 
We don't see those very no. much anymore either. No, it was, it was nice. It, was, it already had the uh, torsion bars cut, so you could adjust them. It was slammed on the ground on Porsche wheels. It was mm. oh, cool. Fun little car. So were you into those kinds of things prior to getting into, like, American Muscle? Um, my, <coughs> dad had, my dad always had Baja Bugs when I was younger, and then he bought a Jeep in, like, early 90s. Badger Bug. Uh-huh. And I was familiar with Volkswagens, and my friend, his dad had – I think three bugs or two bugs and a Carmen Ghia. And I said, Hey, jokingly, how much would you want for that? Eh, three grand. So I was like, okay, yeah. I need a car right now because my, my car is destroyed. Yeah. So I bought that, did a little work to it, drove it for two or three years, polished the whole engine bay. It was all skinned. It looked, it was a beautiful car. Um, floorboards, you know, typical Volkswagen completely gone where the batteries yeah. at. Yep. Um, it's held yeah. in with hopes and dreams, but, uh guy called me up i posted up for sale i had you know this time i had the car mustang running again uh posted up for sale guy drove out from palm springs handed me five grand cash and said all right see you later drove back to mm. palm springs in it awesome. wow not to be heard from again i don't know if he went off a cliff i don't know what mm. happened but he never called me and complained so well that's always good yeah, yeah. Good. well you're when you're buying a car as is too but yeah. i would have brought a trailer the Volkswagen. Well, that is true. <laughs> That's yeah. kind of true. It is it. interesting, though, when you're talking, like, early 90s, uh, there was a lot of Volkswagens. Still around, yeah. Yeah. I mean, when I was in high school. Oh, yeah. There I mean, I had my Baja Bug in, um, would have been, like, 91. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> but, I mean, four of my friends had vans. You don't even see those anymore. You rarely see vans anymore. Yeah, and one of the guys had a split window micro. Mm-hmm. So I mean, that those are just, you know, those are cars that uh, not, you know, there's a lot of people into them, but you know, we just kind of don't deal with them on this side because, mm-hmm. uh, except Blake, I mean, but yeah. is his is his truly a Volkswagen? I guess it's yeah, that thing is not far really. from yeah. that, but. You got the, the slug shark, man. That's a true. Volkswagen. That is true. That yeah. yeah, he's been killing it in that. Mm-hmm. Like, props to you, Blake, on that. But uh, all right, so cool. So, is it become what you wanted it to be? It's is probably as close as it's ever been. That's cool, man. I I really there's not a whole lot left after this. I mean, the drivetrain's pretty much bulletproof. The cooling system brakes. I mean, everything's pretty much it's built past what if not double what the motor's putting out. Um, a lot of people think that you got to make the car look pretty. you got to make sure uh-huh. the interior looks nice and everything. I've never believed that. I've always believed that the car needs to run and drive perfect before you even look at the paint. If you're if you're painting a car before you've done anything to the mm-hmm. chassis or drivetrain, you're building yeah. the car backwards. Yeah. You're building it for the wrong reason. i I got to agree with you. And my goal was to drive good. Well, actually, I said run good, mm-hmm. stop good, and then look good. Yeah. Yep. That's that's the best order you could probably do it in. Um, unfortunately, in our club, like, there's a, a couple guys. Uh, Dennis, he has a original 289. It's a 66 convertible mm-hmm. that he the car is beautiful, and it's it's all original, which is really rare. But he's had a lot of heating issues with uh, fuel boiling, things like mm. that. But he wants to keep the car original. But it's it's kind of limited, you know. Some of um, the cruises, like he made it out to Alpine, vapor locked the motor, mm. so he had to like tow back. And it's oh. my opinion. It's like it's one thing if you're going to keep a car original, by all means, I'm not bashing that at all. But you also want to make it everywhere, you know. And a lot of people limit themselves because they're trying to keep it original yeah. versus over function. Well, <clears throat> these cars were built to drive, not to sit in a garage collecting dust. Yeah. So for me, it's originality aside. I prefer to build it to where I can get in it and go have fun and enjoy it and not just sit and look at it because the amount of time my car has been on jack stands, I've looked at it enough yeah. for a lifetime. Yeah. So getting to heat shield products, what, uh, what are your plans to do? Because I know you're, with all this stuff, you know, we talked about some shielding and you're going to do some custom type things. But Yeah, so there's a lot of things. Um, thankfully, uh, I kind of get to see a lot of stuff that uh, AutoWorks puts out. Yeah. Not a lot of people get to see that, but I bug them enough that I'm in there enough that I kind of get to see some of it. So 
Matt's been a huge help in kind of understanding what all the possibilities for your guys' product is. Yeah. Um, I, I will say the DB skin goes on a lot nicer than it comes off because I had to cut my whole tunnel <laughs> out. So Shane can tell you that. <laughs> oh, yeah. Yeah, so, I tried to wash it off my hands and legs and shoes yesterday. Yeah, so I got that. <laughs> That's going to be going back on the, the new tunnel um, on there. And then basically recoat the floor and all that. So I'm going to do the trunk now because the tubs are done. I kind of held <laughs> off. I kind of got ahead of myself and did the engine or the interior of the, of the car, but I never did the trunk. I never did like mm. the firewall right. in certain spots. So it was kind of, I didn't get the full um, effect of yeah. the product. So I'm kind of excited to see that because my car is kind of loud and I don't like rattles. So I'm kind of particular about not oh. liking rattles. So yeah. I'm really hoping that that's going to help kind of take out some of that tinginess in the sheet metal. Um, that's going to basically be the first thing I attack after this. Um, another thing is I'm looking at doing heat shielding on the wall with some more of the sticky shield. Uh, basically, I'm going to do standoffs. So basically where the firewall is, there'll be a quarter inch to three quarter inch, or excuse me, quarter inch to half inch gap, and then I'll have aluminum skin uh, standoffs. Very similar to what Matt did on yeah. the turbo car. Yeah, I, I only saw a video of that, but yeah, that looked really good. It was, uh, th those guys, they, they turn out some work, and yeah. it's it looks OEM. And that's, mm -hmm. I've always joked in, with uh, a good friend of mine, and we were building stuff for his Jeep, and we, we always said we want to make it OEM plus, meaning it, if you don't know what you're looking at, uh -huh. you don't know where the original stops. And yeah. yeah, that's cool. Yeah. So that's yeah. kind of the, I don't want to say the idea of the build, but that's kind of the direction. So yeah. Um, some of the other things too is because we do the car does see track time you do see high temperatures and the tunnel floors everything gets very hot so mm -hmm. i want to basically wrap the exhaust a little bit more especially with um that t56 in there it's going to put the exhaust real close to the floor mm -hmm. so there's gonna be some issue there um and then on the mufflers my mufflers are actually mounted behind the axle which is uncommon for mustangs of mm -hmm. that year because of leaf springs Everybody puts them in the same spot under the back seat floorboard because mm -hmm. there's a nice spot for, you know, like the typical uh, Flowmaster, mm -hmm. Black Widow, anything like that. The mm -hmm. typical muffler you see for muscle cars. And uh, mine's not. Mine's actually matter where your leaf springs would be in the back. So it kind of gives the exhaust a different note than most cars of that um, era. Okay. So you need to kind of protect the gas tank. It's probably not smart to have your mufflers a quarter inch from your gas tank. Yeah. Kind of what your comment looked like. I was like, it looks really familiar. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> yeah. Armor for that, for mm -hmm. sure. Mm -hmm. yeah. But, uh, well, okay, cool. So, <clears throat> it's become, it's, the light is at the end of the tunnel. Because I know you haven't driven that car for a long time. I haven't driven it in probably a year. Wow. I, I pulled the trigger on doing the six-speed swap in April. Okay. So the car was down before that because obviously I had to pull everything. Mm -hmm. So it's pretty pretty much this entire year. Mm -hmm. I mean, I've sat in the car a lot and pretended, but that's about <laughs> it. I'm driving to Disneyland. Yeah. That's what we right? used to, yeah. like kids used to say. Um, so you've gone through this deal and you've had this car since you're 13, mm -hmm. which is kind of rare because nowadays people are just like, I like that and I'll pay for it. Mm -hmm. Yeah. What advice would you have for somebody that's going to pick up a project? I think very similar to what I said earlier is if you're going to pick up a project, figure out what you want to do with it. Mm -hmm. Like if you want to go to the track, build it specifically for track. You're going to need to gut the interior. You need to put a cage in it. You're mm -hmm. going to need to do all these things to make sure you're compliant for what type of racing you want to do. If you're going to the drag strip, there's certain rules that apply to that. If you're doing time attacks, there's certain rules that apply mm -hmm. for that. Um, but if you want to just have fun with a car, if you want to, like, autocross, I love autocross because you can be competitive in it. There's guys, um, Chad and Chris, they're brothers. They're over at Matt's all the time. Both of them, one's a Chevy guy, one's a Ford guy. It's kind of a weird family. But, yeah. But, mm -hmm. but there's a lot of battling, you know? Yeah. Mm -hmm. Those guys, their cars are track weapons. I mean, literally. Hmm. Chad doesn't cruise his Mustang with us very often, but he's at the track all the time. Or And then there's, on the flip side, there's people that want to go to the track but they're waiting to build their car to where they feel that it's good enough to be at the track yeah your comment is good enough to be at the track it, it honestly autocross days you'll see anything out there it's just get out there and have some fun yeah just real quick the main problem is 
Is that when you go hard left-hand turn, what happens, Shane? Hubcap comes off. Oh, that's right. <laughs> it's happened to me like five times. Uh, you got to look back. Good. The 50s and 60s, all the race cars ran pretty much stock cars, no hubcaps. Yeah, you yeah see exactly. I just run that's the, right. just take them, them off. off. Yeah. yeah, throw yeah. them in the There's trunk. There's some flex in those Throw them in the trunk with the rest of the parts that I have there. Yeah, so I'm not good. allowed to keep them in the in the garage. Yeah. <laughs> but, yeah. yeah, okay. So, um, by the way, off camera, he said, don't buy it sell it and get a more efficient car or a more <laughs> no. reliable car. But no. I know that's no. not in his heart. No. So no. I, I, I have a passion for his car. If I didn't, I wouldn't have had it for 20 plus years. Now. Yeah. It's amazing. And the story is cool. And, and uh, that's why I thought people needed to hear it. But uh, so shifting gears a little bit, San Diego car culture, mm-hmm. you said your dad was kind of into the cars. I mean, he yep. wouldn't have got you a Mustang if he didn't. Well, it's, in those days, he would have just rolled you home and say, "Hey, man, here, this is the new Toyota Corolla," mm-hmm. or "This is the new, this is the the new Toyota truck," because mm-hmm. that was the '90s. That was the '90s. Ford yeah. Ranger or something. I had a Ford Ranger. I, I love that car. I always wanted a Ford Ranger. It was great, one. man. It drove better on gas from Mexico than it did. How did it there. jump? Well, <laughs> it did well. I grew I grew up in Bay Park, and there was plenty of hills that you could hit hard. Yeah, uh, yeah, yeah. That's, it, that's an even better question. Uh, yeah, <laughs> it, it didn't land like those uh, like those videos of the guys from the Terror Crew. Mm-hmm. Those guys built phenomenal stuff. Yeah, yeah. So it's uh, it's neat. So San Diego car culture. You've been kind of around it. You talked about your Volkswagens and slamming and that kind of stuff. Mm-hmm. Um, but tell us kind of what you're doing now. Like you, you, you're absolutely nothing. Well, I know that for <laughs> a fact. But and uh, I was going to ask you, um, were you bummed out that you guys didn't go with the March drive at the Salton Sea because you know, of the rain? This year really was the year that we were going to hit it and have. Is this we have more people joining all the time, and it's, yeah. it's not like I won't even say it's a car club. It's become more of a car community. Okay, because. It doesn't matter if it started as, you know, Classic Stangs, San Diego chapter, and we had solely Classic Stangs, but we'd always have, we never were one of those clubs that's like uh, the Corvette clubs that drive in a pack and you can't get in between it. Oh, yeah. We had, we've always had one rule. If, if it's Classic Mustang, we drive at the front. If it's a new Mustang, it drives at the back. And that's more or less for, you know, a lot, we have a lot of photographers go with us that mm-hmm. capture all the cruises and stuff. And, it's more for pictures, and it's also because it really is a classic Stangs, mm. and we want to keep them front and foremost in the group. Okay, yeah. so, so the Comet had to roll in the back. Yeah, Shane, yeah. we'd have to back follow. of the bus. Yeah, but I mean, we've had everything from new Mustangs. We've had uh, Chargers with us. We've had, um, I mean, we even had three people on Harley's come with us one time. Oh, that's that's and, awesome. And it's not one of those kind of groups that it's like if you're not with us, you're. Were they wearing us. red and white, uh, no, and they, lived in El Cajon? No, no. Oh, okay. <laughs> Because you may not have a cho- you may not have a choice whether you want them to ride or not. Yeah, yeah, we're riding. I don't with get you. to tell them where they're at. <laughs> yeah, no, no. no. Um, and if you're from San Diego, you know exactly yeah. what I'm talking about. East Main yeah. Street, yes. Yes, sir. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so, uh, so this year's been kind of shot. Yeah. So we the goal this year was to do one what I'll call rally, which is a 250 mile plus cruise. Mm-hmm. We're going to do one every quarter. Um, and then every month was going to be a smaller cruise, a hundred mile range maybe. <laughs> and then also we wanted to do two to three meets additionally every month. So this year was like packed full of events. Um, I've put probably 20,000 miles on my truck planning routes of different ways. I've gone Aww. through just about every road in Southern California. I mountains. think that's pretty uh-huh. cool. Yeah. What th- that you do that. Yeah. Well, you have to. I mean, to, to map routes so we don't have to travel over the same thing or we don't have to go way out of the way. Yeah. We even take into consideration a lot of these cars um, are stock. Like, we have three or four uh, inline six drum brake Mustangs mm-hmm. in our club, you know? <clears throat> we have everything from 700 horsepower track attack vehicles all the way to the clapped out inline six. Just held together. Sorry, guys, you know who I'm yeah. talking about. Yeah. Um, Just held I, together. I can't, I can't do that grade, yeah. And you know, it's too it's, long. It doesn't matter because at the end of the day, like, uh, I use Parker as an example because he is one of the six-cylinder guys. Mm-hmm. That's his daily driver. He just got back with uh, our friend Michael. They drove all the way up to San Francisco. Huh. 
oh, to wow. do a, a meet with Gelsting uh, up there. She, mm. she hosted a big meet. They drove all the way up there. Parker said he wanted to go to the Golden Gate in his Mustang. He did it. His picture of it. Mm. That's cool. And it's like these are all six cylinder cars. Mm-hmm. So it's you don't have to have you know insane builds to drive these cars. Yeah, I, I think somewhere along the way. And maybe it's because of like everything you see on TV or the internet. People like really feel like, oh man, I'm not gonna show up unless my I got a hundred thousand dollar build and it looks you know perfect to the T. I mean, talking with my stepfather who grew up in Orange County, L.A. In the he was kind of a teenager in the late fifties, mm-hmm. uh, early sixties. They ran everything, mm-hmm. and they it, like nowadays it's like you know, nineteen fifty Ford. Mm-hmm. That that's kind of one that everybody would be wanting. Mm-hmm. Well, they ran a nineteen fifty Ford and left it on the grapevine because it broke down, mm-hmm. and that's just because that's the car they had. But they were never afraid to attack anything. Yeah. So they did like the the quarter mile drags and and that kind of stuff. And kind of got into cruising and, you know, the cops would stop him if he couldn't put a cigarette pack underneath the frame or the body, mm-hmm. get a ticket. That that kind of old school stuff. But he always told me, and he tells me with the, this comedy, he's like, don't be afraid to just drive it. Yeah. Because mm-hmm. if you don't drive it, you're never going to know what's wrong with it. Mm-hmm. And at the end of the day, that's what it's all about. It's not about having this freaking multi-thousand dollar car that mm-hmm. you're worried about scratching it's it's cool to just go out and have a good time and and drive it and you know they lasted all this time it's not like the cars a piece most of those yeah. cars are pieces of crap they're very simple cars yeah, yeah for sure there's not a lot to them mm-hmm. and it's the same with going to the track people think you have to have this fully built caged race car at 700 horsepower and it's like you don't mm-hmm point in case i i was out of the track i think december there was a 1985 bone stock jaguar car up there i don't remember what mm. model it was mm. but you know it, xj something or other yeah pretty much yeah the time before that bone stock 1995 toyota solara oh, oh nice well top down <laughs> no no it was it was like the two-door model that just yeah it, I mean, we're talking plastic hubcaps and all. That's wow. It wasn't a race car. The guy just went out to ha- to try it. Yeah. And, you know, and it's if anybody's looking to do that, I would recommend just um, do a test and tune day. That was yeah. the advice I got. You don't have to race. You just go out and have fun. It's yeah. Just, it's just a test and tune. You're just seeing what you can do on the track. And I think just like a lot of other things that people are into, nobody is going to clown you while you're there because they were all in that same spot. And more than likely, they're going to try to help you more than anything else. Mm-hmm. Uh, but people are just afraid to jump in feet first and see what they get. They are. Yeah. They're afraid of breaking something. They're afraid of finding out where the weak point of their car is. But the, the, yeah. the caveat to that really is you don't know what the weak point of your car is until you yeah. find it. Yeah. Push the heck out. So staring at it in your driveway and thinking about going racing is not going to find where the weak spots are. Point in yeah. case, I took my car to the track event and... The second time out, I kept, I was really loose going on right-hand corners, and I couldn't figure out why. We got under mm-hmm. it. We were cornering so hard, the breather for my axle was puking fluid onto my driver rear wheel. Uh, hmm. Problem. Yeah. That is a problem. Yeah. yeah. Now there's a catch can yeah. that catches all the oil and lets it drain back into the rear end, so yeah. I don't have that issue anymore. But how You would have never known. You would have never yeah. known. Yeah. Interesting. So, I get it. There's things like that. I, the all, only advice I'll offer is just get out and have fun. Mm-hmm. Get out and drive your car. Get out and go to the track. The worst thing that's going to happen is something's going to break, but it's going to break either way. Mm-hmm. Sure. So might as well have some fun. Yeah. Uh, so the official name was Classic Classic Mustangs. Is that so? Cl- classic Stangs. There's two pages. There's Classic Stangs, which was the original car club. Okay. It is kind of morphed into more of a car community. Right. Um, like I said, anybody can ride with us. We we host events is really all I'd say. Shane, you can drive your dad's MG. Hey, all right. Absolutely. Um, <laughs> just in the back. Yeah, um, yeah. But Way more, back. Yeah, it's too So slow. Classic Mustangs is actually 
Uh, it's Abe who I talked to. Yeah. Uh, super awesome guy. He, I like Abe. He has helped promote uh, my page. He's helped promote a lot of the the club pages. He helps us with all of our flyers. It's a it's a tre- tremendous help that he has, and he's a super great guy. So. Mm-hmm. Um, and they have great content. He does. He's boy. You could go in there and look at that for days if you're into he, Mustang. Yeah. yeah. I mean, you know. Abe basically is, is probably one of the biggest supporters of the car community. Um, I will give credit where credit's due. That, that guy has helped us tremendously get the word out there. And not necessarily because there is no money to be gained in our car community. Right. It's not like we have royalties or there's fees or anything like that. Sure. It's literally getting the word out that, hey, we're all going to go out, hang out, and have a good time and go on a drive. Mm-hmm. That's literally what it is. So there's no money gains. There's no kickbacks or anything like that. It's literally just spreading the word to people that want to find people just like i did when i reached out to classic stang's page and said hey do you guys do anything down here right yeah it's getting that word out getting it spread so people can come and hang out it's like these quarantine cruises are going on Mm -hmm. they've exploded yeah Yeah, i saw that keystone covers a lot of those yep they do uh there's a lot of guys hosting that you know and they're putting a lot of work into that there's a comes a point in my opinion that there's just too many cars in a cruise most of our cruises are in the mountains, are east, uh-huh. because there's a lot less traffic. We did a beach cruise a couple years ago. Mm-hmm. Uh, probably terrible. It's like herding cats, yeah. I bet. It is like herding cats or nailing jello to a wall. It's just yeah. everywhere. And it's hard to keep track of everybody. So there is some, what I'll call, uh, guidelines we do. We try to keep people together. Don't drive crazy. No, you know, Don't do burnouts because... Mm-hmm. Matacala. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> He's been known to um, put some rubber down. Yeah. Oh, yeah. There's marks outside right by the deli of, of this yeah. darn place. Yeah. And, <laughs> he la- and in the back of the building. And in the back. Here. Yeah. He lays it down. He loves yeah. laying it down. So, <clears throat> I mean, at the end of the day, it's it's we're all in this together for the same reasons. We're, we're car enthusiasts. We want to have fun in our projects. Yeah. And it's not uh, a measuring contest of any kind. It's about hanging out and having camaraderie of yeah. hanging out together and just talking cars. Everybody has that common bond, yeah. It does, you yeah. know, and I think it's really important to find people that have that same thing. And don't get me wrong, there's different groups of cars. There's people who go into parking lots and just are doing donuts and mm-hmm. shutting down roads, and that's not yeah. what I'm into. I don't agree with that. That yeah. that gives car community a bad name, yeah. in my opinion. Sure. Um, if you want to do donuts, sure, go do that. But don't shut down a freeway to have a meet in the middle of a yeah. freeway. That's just, Dang. it's bad. Yeah, that's nuts. Mm-hmm. At my age, I would think that it is not cool. Mm-hmm. Maybe when I was younger, I would have thought it was cool, but it's not cool. Mm-hmm. Like, I mean, we've all done a donut. I mean, let's be real. Yeah. But yeah. I do donuts in my uh, Super Duty. Oh, yeah. Not on the street, though, because I'm nervous about what happened to the axle with those tires. But out <laughs> in the desert, I love doing donuts in Fresh Creek Wash yeah. <laughs> while people are overlanding. Yeah. Yeah, I love it. Uh, anything planned? So, all of our cruises that were planned for this year, specifically the Salton Sea Run, which was actually the big event for Q1. We got to do that one. Yeah. It's going to be back. So, that one is going to be some miles. That And one thing we do, too, I talk about the planning that goes into these. It's not just, we're going to go to this destination. Yeah. We look at things like, where's fuel stops? Where's, you know, if something happens, where uh, do we stop? Yeah. Um, is it more conducive for us to go down this hill versus up based mm. on the cars that we're taking? Go down the S2, not the S22, because yeah. <laughs> that's much better hill. But point in case, like some of those some of those roads don't have guardrails. Like yeah. for safety issues, we actually we map out a lot of these roads. Like um, we almost we've almost we've come close a couple times. We've had people with uh, leaking gas tanks that bought their car on Wednesday. We went cruising on Saturday. Uh-huh. And their, their gas tank, they'd never filled up. They filled it up. The top seam was rusted out, mm-hmm. puking gas. We're driving through uh, the 78 um, to towards Oceanside. Mm-hmm. Their muffler starts dragging behind their car, shooting sparks. Oh, That's a bad combination. Yeah. <clears throat> We've had some interesting things. I've gone, we went to an L.A. river meet. Um, we were going to do, you know, the classic uh, Stings meet up there. Uh, basically, the L.A. crew with San Diego crew was driving up. Mm-hmm. Um, my shifter bolt backed out the stop fell out in my linkage and i basically had first third and fifth oh i didn't know i thought i broke my transmission right and so i drove back from anaheim was first first third and fifth you could do it 
Yeah, stop and go traffic. Second, yeah, that makes it more difficult. Yeah, the, that five freeway sucks. Yeah, and through El Toro, the brutal. It was it was pretty rough, but I got home thinking the worst, thinking I you know I lost a shifter, yeah, or something bad, and pulled it out. And there was just a bolt behind linkage, and I was like, oh, oh my god, yeah, that's awesome. Could but, you have stopped and pulled it out of there, or you needed to? Really I had to look pull the, the the boot and pull the whole cover yeah. and everything back, but I could have, but it was more of just get home. Yeah, you right. Know? Yeah, you just want to lick your wounds and right. Yeah. yeah. Well, before we get out of here, I think it would be wrong if we didn't talk about cheese built. Mm-hmm. Um, and I love the fact that right on the website, you look it up and it says "poor," P-O-O-R, touring, mm. um, performance parts. Yeah. So are these things that you build, and then kind of offer to everybody because it worked for you? I am kind of so intrigued by it i started building some parts for my car um i had people specifically my monte carlo bar um i've had people over the years ask me where'd you buy that and i'm like i, I made it mm-hmm. and like would you still make it and i was like no mm-hmm. i made it for me i don't i'm no, not in mm-hmm. the business of making stuff right and different parts that i would make people would just keep messaging me and messaging me and messaging me asking me for these different parts so finally i was just like fine i'll make a couple parts mm-hmm. and i saw uh, an opportunity because a lot of the guys in the car club were looking at lowering their cars and they're talking about cutting springs. And I'm like, that's not how you do that. You know, and I knew of Shelby drops and I was like, you know what? I'm just going to, I'm going to make one for a friend. Sure. So I drew it up, lasered it out, um, made it, you know, tried to make it as, uh, in the lean world, it's called pokey. Okay. Mm-hmm. But that's actually more simply known as error proofing or idiot proofing to mm-hmm. insensitive people. Okay. But, uh, <laughs> <laughs> um, so it started with just some real simple parts. And I mean, I haven't done a lot of parts, but I made my hood vents and people kept asking me, mm. can you make me those hood vents? And I'm like, no, I, I made mine, you know, again. And people right. just would keep asking. So finally I was like, whatever, I'm just going to start selling them. So made a website, uh, did an LLC, did all, all the work in the front ground. And I just, it's a side thing. It's not like it's been ever been a major um, venture of mine. We almost have 25,000 followers on Instagram for Cheese Built. Yeah pretty cool it's um there's it's not to say that it's all me Mm -hmm. um again abe has been cheese built really is a collaboration of myself and uh abe from classic mustangs yeah abe and instagram go like hand in hand you know he's like a coffee and donut he's a he's been a major support um I, i i can't say enough about the help that he's given me on growing that that's cool um we actually Last night, I unboxed it and built it. We just got some new equipment to make some new parts. Mm. Um, so, Are you doing that at your house? Yeah. Wow. So everything I do, basically all the designing, all the building, um, I do sub it out to a laser house. Um, that is, obviously, I don't have a $300,000 laser in my mm. garage, which would be, right. co- be cool. But mm-hmm. You got to hook up with Blake. He's got that one cutter. Oh, up at, yeah, at the plasma. Matt, Matt's got a, one over there, too. Oh, yeah. that's right. Yeah, they just got that. <clears throat> so... Um, there's a lot of uh, potential that we have coming. Um, I'm actually, the number one thing I've been asked for is beauty panels hmm. for the core support and engine bay. Mm-hmm. And that's actually what we're, this is like groundbreaking right now. Nobody knows. Boom. That. Yeah, pretty much. But uh, that's that's the next step. We're going to start doing that and making some very large panels that um, fit classic Mustangs and do different things. So That's cool. So yeah. that's at cheesebuilt.com, right? Correct. All right. Well, we found out a lot about cheese or mm-hmm. Brave Cheese mm-hmm. or James, um, San Diego native, third generation, into cars, uh, into Mustangs in particular. Um, kind of got an idea about Cheese Force One and what you know what your plans are, and it's cool that you feel like you're on track because I know there's probably times. Probably times where you're like, I'm over this. Cheese, yeah. I'm telling you, man, it's a working shop. I don't know what to say. But uh, where was I? Oh, so we know about that. You've got the stuff on, on, on track. Um, <coughs> and I was just going to ask, like, do we miss anything? Is there anything that you want to say to the two people listening? <laughs> I thought it was three. I'm one of them. That's the sad part. 
<laughs> well, hey, man, we, we, we try to do this. You want to say to yourself? Yeah. <laughs> we try to do this as uh, a service, but. Yeah. Um, realistically, I, I would say that everybody encounters challenges and defeat in building cars. Yeah. But if you want to do it, just keep doing it because I'm 20 years deep. So people come into a car and they look at, for instance, my car or you know, some cars that are further down the line of being built that have thousands upon thousands of hours and dollars into them. And they think, oh, I'm going to get to there in six months. It's very short-minded thinking. That's you, not realistic. You have yeah. to think long-term. How do I, like I said, figure out what you want to do with the car, target that, and just build it. Yeah. That's good advice for anybody, really. Yeah. That way you don't get it in over yeah. your head. Yeah. The other one I heard was, and I don't know if this is totally possible, but someone told me, like, don't choose something that is going to take you over a weekend to do because more than likely you're going to put it down and not and pick I, it back yeah. up. That's why it's important to make a plan. Mm-hmm. There you go. If it, For instance, my six-speed swap, oh. it was supposed to be a month. I mean, uh, Gabe uh, ghost status, as most people know him, and I were joking on 30 days. We'll finish. We'll Whoever finishes our car within 30 days mm-hmm. first uh, buys the other one six-pack. Well, that was yeah. three months ago. Oh. So we, we keep laughing. <laughs> six-pack of good beer or of, average? Of persons, of winner's choice. Oh, winner's oh, choice. Yeah. What is go. winner's choice? What is your choice? Um, I would probably keep it simple and Ooh. just go for some Corona. I'm, I'm a oh, Corona. wow. I like Corona. I will say there are multiple craft beers locally that I do like. Yeah. But uh, I'll keep it simple because you can yeah. pick that up anywhere. Yeah. Yeah. Well, if you start getting into craft beer and start wearing tight pants, and then you end up in the desert in a van. Yeah. No, yeah, a van or a yeah, a forerunner. Yeah. Shane might see me in my tight pants. There you go. <laughs> All right. So nothing we missed. I mean, not to my knowledge. I mean, we probably did. Let's be real, but yeah. we can't be back. Uh, so how does somebody that's interested in Brave Cheese or Cheese Built follow you? Well, it's real simple. It's at Brave Cheese or at Cheese Built. That's easy. Yeah, and it's B-I-L-T. So B-I-L-T, yeah. Correct. Uh, that is, that is right. Like Vanderbilt. Yes. Well, right on. I think we learned a lot about you today, and that was kind of what I was, uh, <clears throat> you know, hoping we would do because the story is cool. You got you got that car at 13. Yeah. And you've been working on it ever since. And now you're seeing the light at the end of the tunnel, I hope. Mm-hmm. I hope to. <laughs> and, I, and honestly, I'm a... I, I would I would look forward to going out and I don't know if I that Comet's got 250 miles in it, but I bet you it does. You'll probably do it. But I got AAA, the <clears throat> one where you can tow 100 miles or more, so yeah. Yeah. I feel good about that. But uh, I would be into getting into see maybe even like just the meat or whatever. Mm-hmm. So if somebody was interested in knowing about that, what would they do? Um, you if can we, follow... Basically, I post up all of our flyers. I'm okay. one of the first people to post any of the flyers for any of our events. Um, there's multiple people. If you're in any of the clubs uh, or follow anybody in the San Diego Mustang clubs, mm-hmm. um, generally you're going to see the flyers. It, it pops up in Flood's Instagram, uh, at Classic Stangs, at Classic Mustangs with a Z, um, at Cheese Built, at Brave Cheese. I mean, the list can go on. At AutoWorks generally will pop them up. Mm-hmm. Uh I works rest of my parts, I believe it is. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Long name. But uh, it's not hard to find the flyers. Um, we post them up regularly. Um, I tag multiple people, so those people tag people and so forth. It becomes a wildfire. Um, but give me a follow. Give any of the pages that I name a follow. We're always um, looking to do new events and meets and stuff. We enjoy Basically, we try to keep it and work around people's schedules. Generally, it's a Saturday or Sunday. Uh, most people work usually in the morning, but we have done afternoon um, just because a lot of these cars don't have AC and it's San Diego, mm, so it's always mm-hmm. hot. Yeah. And also it helps for not overheating. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah, sure. So, um, but yeah, that's pretty much the easiest way to get in contact with us. I generally respond to all messages. I'm not one of those people that's like, don't ask me questions. Right. Yeah. If you have questions, just ask it. I'll help you the best of my knowledge or I'll try to steer you in a direction. Well, that's cool, it. man. Yeah. Well, you definitely, you know, you got your foot in this in this car culture. You're, you know, a little bit younger than Shane and I, but I, I, it's really cool to see kind of 
your side of the thing and and really realize that there's people out there still holding the torch in these old cars and, and especially in our in our own county so yeah you know um mm-hmm. i mean where i live you can see all the guys that have the ferrari clubs the four of them or whatever it may be the four cars mm-hmm. that go through san pasquale valley <clears throat> up through julian i just would much rather see a group of uh classic mm-hmm. cars and yeah. that kind of stuff so even if you don't have a mustang you're still you're open to still ride conquers. just uh the front front guys have the classic mustangs that's the only mm-hmm. thing we ask is the classic mustangs are in the front cool well i got yeah, every awesome. question out shane do you want to say anything no i think you covered it all this is my voice yeah <laughs> well right on well i really appreciate you being here and Thanks i know shane me. does as well yeah yeah and, thank you uh, that's it. And uh, if you have any questions for us, podcast at heatshieldproducts.com. Mm-hmm. Or you can just go on our website and there's a thing on there that you can uh, ask your questions away. We didn't get any tech questions in today, but uh, I thought this would be a, a little bit different style. And I think yeah. people enjoy listening to it. So thanks for listening. Mm-hmm. And uh, we hope and watching and we hope you enjoy it and leave us some comments. And thanks for being here, man. I appreciate it. Yeah, thank you. And thank you, Shane. You're welcome. Thank you for being here and working that board so hard. Mm -hmm. All right. See you all later. Bye. From everyone at Heat Shield Products, we thank you for listening to Hot Laps. Leave that review, subscribe, tell a friend, and most of all, stay cool. We'll see you next time right here on Hot Laps.